there's a lighthouse on a hillside that overlooks life's sea. And when I'm tossed about, it sends out a
Thank you for your wonderful love towards us and for your blessing that we can be in your presence with your people singing your praises. And now as we prepare to receive your word, we open our hearts and our minds to be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Come Holy Spirit and be with us, we pray. Take complete control of this meeting. We surrendered it to you. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. You may be seated, thank you. On top of your enemies. Wow. Glory to God. Well, good morning to all of you and a welcome to this first service. We are thankful that we can meet like this. You can feel that the weather is changing. So I would encourage you to wear something warmer. There might come a time now where we can't meet like here anymore. We will have to go back into the tent for a short period because of some construction that we will do inside here. But as long as we can and as long as the weather is okay, we will meet here. Do you think it's a good idea? Just put on something warmer. I saw some ladies suffering in the cold. My wife told me it's a, it's a saying called suffer for beauty. Isn't it? Have you heard this term? You suffer for beauty. You show your arms, but your arms are shivering. So I would advise you, put on something warmer. Alright? There's always a little breeze here. But I like the open air. Do you also like it? If any germ is blown to you, it just blows away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So I want to share a short word with you, short but important word with you this morning. If you have Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22. Now we don't have, our speakers are working right? But I see the JBLs are not here. Oh, they are, one is here. Oh, it's working, both of them. Praise God. Praise the Lord. That's great. Amen. Ephesians chapter... Uh, we don't have projectors, so you have to have a Bible. You see, many of you just normally came to look for the projector. But I've been telling you for many months, bring your Bible. Amen. I don't want to labor the point again. Christian must walk with a Bible to church. There's modern ways to have a Bible. You can have it on your cell phone. You can have it on a tablet or a computer. But I don't like the cell phone Bible. Because whilst you are reading the Word of God, a message comes through and then your mind is totally off the Word of God and you are now replying to someone. Sometimes while I am preaching, I notice people are sitting on their cell phones and replying to texts that came to them. And I'm sure if I must ask them what they're doing, they might, I might force them to lie and say they are reading the Bible or they are taking notes. Therefore, I do not bother to ask them that question. I don't want to be the one that causes my brother or sister to stumble. Do you understand what I am saying to you today? So, I want to encourage all of you, if you can't afford a tablet like this, bring a physical Bible. 
I have about seven physical Bibles. Bibles. Where I have my quiet time, they are there on the table. So I open them, I read them. I also have cookie pens, what you call highlighters. Are you listening? And then when I find a scripture that I feel is powerful, I pull a cookie line or a pencil line under it. And that's how my Bible starts looking full of writing and notes. It is a sign that I'm reading my Bible. Glory to God. If your Bible is brand new, I'm very worried about you. I'm very worried about you. And I'm very serious when I say this. You know, you might think it's not important. It's very important that you must find yourself a Bible. Because God's word to you is the most important thing in your whole life. That is how God speaks to you. Do you know that? Sometimes you hear people say, and you read somebody my God spoke to me. Then I always ask, did he speak English or Afrikaans? Then they don't remember if it was English or Afrikaans. But the first way and the best way that God speaks to his people is through his word. Are you all listening to me? Now, if you don't have the Bible, you can't have his word. You can't hear him speak. Very important. So it's a blessing that the projector screens are off for now. In our new church, there will be very nice big projector screens. But by then, you must all have your Bibles. Say, yes, pastor. Very good. Hallelujah. Let me read the word of the Lord to you. I love God's word. Amen. When I read it, I see everyday life things. Hallelujah. All right, we are in Ephesians. It says, put off uh, Ephesians 4 verse 22. Ephesians 4 verse 22 up to verse 32. Let me try something and put it in the NLT. The NLT is the New Living translation. What did I say from verse where? 22 to verse 32. Yes. Just one second. You see, another powerful thing about the real Bible is if these batteries go flat of these things, then you don't have any more Bible in front of you. Alright. Here we go. Throw off, the apostle writes to the church in Ephesus. He says, throw off your old sinful nature. <clears throat> you can throw it off. Amen. Everybody say, throw it off. Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupt by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitude. Attitude is a beautiful word. It means the way you think. Your attitude is the way you think. Have you ever heard somebody say, change your attitude? If your mother says, I don't like this attitude, 
She means she don't like the way you are respond because your attitude is the way you think. It's almost like mommy gave me a, a hiding or mommy gave me a scolding and now my 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 wange, my my cheeks are blown. In other words, my cheeks can only be blown because I think something bad about what my mother did. Are you with me? So when she says change your attitude, she says change your thinking about what I did to you now. <laughs> Do you understand? It's not that I did something, you think I did something bad, but it is for your own benefit, but it's the way you think that has blown up your anger. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> so Paul is also saying that we must renew our thoughts and our attitude. Put on the new nature. Glory. So there's a throwing off and there's a putting on. Created to be like God. Truly righteous and holy. And now he, he breaks it down. A good preacher breaks things down so they can understand. Because those were all nice words. Put off, throw on, throw off, put on the new nature. What is nature, pastor? Yeah, he goes uh, he goes to explain to them. He says, so stop telling lies. Say amen. amen. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin. By letting anger control you. Are you with me? Many of you here get angry very quickly. <laughs> now it's not wrong to get angry, but it must be short. Your anger must be very short. The Bible says when the sun starts to go down, stop it. Stop the anger. But I see some people are angry for days, for weeks. I heard some sisters are angry for months. It's a sin. It's a sin. Stop it. Say stop it. Don't let anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. Amen. So you can be angry till 7 o'clock in the summer. And in the winter, you can only be angry till five o'clock. Are you with me? I think now in, the, what is this month? Is this autumn? This is autumn, I think six o'clock is as long as your anger can last. Glory to God. <laughs> he says in verse 27, For anger gives a foothold to the devil. Hey! Anger gives a foothold to the devil. Verse 28, he says, if you are a thief, you must stop stealing. Stop it. Say stop it. Instead, use your hands for good work and give generously to others that are in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. 
Say stop it. Stop swearing. Now Cape Townians, I know that's one of our big problems. Is it true? Hey man, there's many things that make us. I wonder you had a great man of God say that one of the truest signs that you're starting to drift from the Lord is the language in your mouth start to change. One of the first signs that you are now not as spiritual as God expects you to be, you start using these swear words. Mercy. Let everything you say be good and helpful. So that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Say amen. Then do not bring to God's holy stone. bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, anger, harsh words, slander, that's gossip, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other. Be good-hearted, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. I also want to, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm here on this platform, it's almost like a crusade platform. This is when I go and do crusades. So I always feel to preach salvation. Jesus, the healer, the savior. Um, and I realize though that most of you have already committed your lives to Christ. Is that true? If you gave your life to Christ, just wave to me. If you're happy about being a Christian. <laughs> Glory to God. So I know that I must also teach you other important things where you can show a changed life. Amen. Because salvation is the first point. And then after that, it is determined that you must grow into the Lord and grow spiritually. Glory to God. Now, one more uh, scripture I'll read and then I'll talk to you a little bit. Um, we're going to read in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you must give your bodies as a sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. This is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to the world. Amen. I'm now talking to people that have said, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I want to follow you. Wash me with the blood. And the blood of Jesus has indeed washed you and the blood has done many more things for you, which I will teach you at another stage, God willing. Hallelujah. The blood gives you entrance into the presence of God. The blood washes away your old thoughts and everything of the past, and you become a new person. Hallelujah. But now, say now. Now, now there must be signs of difference. Amen. 
that I'm fully aware that it's not always easy and it's not always possible uh, in many cases that you can show a difference. You, 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 it is expected of you by throwing off these old things to put on some new things and there must be a change. Hallelujah. Paul said, do not be conformed. Don't be the same as the people outside. That's what it means. Do not be conformed to the world. But be transformed. Ooh, I like that word. Be transformed. That is on our mission statement. Say, say transform. You must change. Transform is change. Gedaante verwisseling. Metamorphosis. You change from a gocha to a butterfly. Do you know that butterflies are first worms? Then they become puppies. You ask puppy, puppy, wasi kap? When we were children, we used to play with this little worm that's in a cocoon. And then he shows you the mountain is that way. Oh, you don't know. Now that puppy, when he comes out, he becomes a beautiful butterfly. And that is a little picture of salvation. That you were once a hoha. But the blood of Jesus has washed you from your hohaness. Now you must be a beautiful butterfly for the Lord. Amen. But there's a problem that I've come to speak to you about this morning. That many of you are still stuck in the cocoon. And people can't see the chains. Now I'm, I'm going to tell you something very important. You must fight for the chains. You must fight for the chain. As much as God will help you, there's a part that you must also do. That's what I read in Ephesians. You must throw off. Say throw off. And you must put on. Do you understand? There's something you must do to show the chains. When people look at you, the outside people, your life must be a message to them. Are you listening to me? Because the people outside, they don't read the Bible at all. I mean, you yourself, you know, how little you read the Bible. What about those who don't know God? So the only Bible that they will actually read is you. You must be God's word to them by the way you live. Say amen. amen. Young people, listen to me. Especially you that are in the most volatile stages of your lives. What message is your life portraying to the world? What do they see in you? What do they read in you? The only Bible they will read is your life. Does your life show signs of a butterfly? Or are you still a worm trapped in the cocoon? It says be transformed by changing your mind, by renewing your mind. 
that you may prove what is the good and the acceptable will of God. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Now, the fact that your life hasn't yet shown change does not mean that you are not saved. Amen? When you come to Christ, you bow your knee, Jesus wash you with his blood, then you are born again. Now, tomorrow, you see that you still have the desires you had before. You still say a swear word you said before. You still desire the cigarette you desired before. It does not mean that you are not saved. That's what the devil will try to tell you. No. There is now a process that must develop after you have given your life to the Lord. And that is the process of throwing off and putting on. But saved you are. Because when the blood washes you, it cleanses you. And to the outside world, you might not yet be the beauty that, the, that you would like to see. But you are getting there. Glory to God. So it is very important that you must not think that you are not born again. You are born again when you come to the front, bow your knee, give your life to Christ. You are a born again believer. Clap for Jesus, everybody. Yes. And your salvation is real. And Jesus changes lives. Amen. Glory to God. And now I'm pastor's going to help you shortly by certain things you can do to help to bring about the chains. Amen? The message is called Fight for Chains. What's it called? Fight for the Chains. Hallelujah. You must show that you are a growing up in the Spirit. Now, let me just talk about the mind for one minute. As you look at me, you know our church has a lot of children and young people which we really appreciate and uh, we don't take it for granted. Amen. For the simple reason that young children, uh, their minds are open to be transformed. Say amen. So when you send your child to school, the child is open to hear what the sub A or sub B or grade 1 or grade 2 teacher says. Are you listening to me? And the child doesn't question too many things. The teacher tells him one plus one is two. He will agree that it is two. Franco, you are causing a distraction to the whole crowd. Is there something you're looking for? Yeah, take it off, take it off, take it off. Because I see them looking at you. Uh, all right. But when you are older, it becomes rather difficult to get you to change this thinking. Are you listening? Now you understand why Jesus said, if you don't become like a child, you cannot enter the kingdom. Which means you are not open to be taught. Are you listening? Most people who don't grow in the Lord are people who come into the school. Let's call this a school. With a mind that is already made up. In other words, they were three and stop. Ah. They say for the Evronia. No, ma'am. It's not like that. You see, but a grade one child will not argue, he will just receive. 
Amen. But once you are bigger, you are older, I don't know what happens to us, but our, we, we become very difficult. We become very hard to transform. Because the problem is in the mind. Are you with me? Anybody who needs to change must change in the mind. Transformation is in the mind. Amen. But if you come and you already say, no, I know everything, then you don't need to be in school. Say another amen. And this is the problem you will find with many Christians in many churches, but not here at BMI. Say another amen. amen. If you are part of what we are doing here, and you want the Lord to change you, you must be open to be changed in the mind. Yeah, you must be open for that transformation. And then we will see the great change that takes place in your life. Glory to God. And that's the first part that must be changed, your mind. It takes place in the mind. Your mind is a computer. What you put in is what will come out. People who study IT, they talk about input and output. Is that right? If you don't know anything, let's look at your phone. Your phone has input. Every time you press the, the, the buttons at the bottom, you're typing a message that is input. And when the message goes to your friend in Elsie's River or in Easter River or in any river, that is output. Come on. Stay with me. Stay awake. Input and? Uh-huh. Now, transformation in your mind is like this. You see? Your mind is like a, like a computer. That's a, that, your phone is a little computer. Your mind is like that. Whatever you put in will come out. Uh-huh. So when you talk as a new believer or as an old believer, what comes out here is what has been put in here. Say another amen. amen. What comes out here is what has been put in here. Now the Bible says you must be renewed. You must be transformed in the renewing of the mind. But by what transformation is the Bible talking about? It says, you, you, it says and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the acceptable will of God. But this renewing of the mind is not by schoolwork. Are you with me? If we put schoolwork in here, then schoolwork will come out here. If we ask you what river is the longest river in the world, if you put it in here, it will come out here. Amen? Just think about it. I don't want you to answer now. I might embarrass you. Or you might embarrass yourself. <laughs> I heard Elsie's river here. It's already a mistake. It's not correct. The transformation in your mind will only take place by God's word. Are you all listening? So Christians who don't read the Bible, you cannot be changed. Christians are transformed by the Bible. Not by Facebook. Not by WhatsApp. Not by magazines. Not by television.
word. By the Bible. What you put in is what will come out. Amen. What scripture will come out of your mouth if you must talk to someone? Please listen to me. The world is looking for a transformed life to see Jesus in you. The problem is what's coming out. It begs the question, what went in? Because only what goes in can come out. Computers, are you hearing me? May you be renewed by the transformation of the word, the word, the word, the word. God's word. Hallelujah. Otherwise, there will be no chains. Yes. And we are going to see a great change in your life. If you start to transform your mind by the word. Your mind must be renewed. And as your mind changes, your life will change. As your mind changes. If you see me and everything that God has allowed me to accomplish, I had to change a few things in my thinking. Are you with me? You must never have a mind that says you can't be taught anything. What's the use of a mind if it cannot change? Are you listening? And this is the problem with many people that's why you don't see change. If you see me, I'm a pastor that wants to see your life change. And I want to see evidence of your changed life. Yes. Don't talk change. Show me change. Glory to God. Show me change in your life. And I'm sure that God is going to show you. Last night I heard that there was a wonderful prayer meeting with the worshipers. And after their rehearsal. And I was excited because that's the change I'm looking for. Hallelujah. That's the change I'm looking for. If I see you walking with the Bible to the prayer meeting, it's something you never did before. It's a sign of a change in your life. Glory to God. If I see you here every Sunday, already and excited to sit here, it's a sign of a change in your life. Hallelujah. Do you believe God is about to change you? You must put on and put off at the first thing. That has to change is your mind. Your mind. It can only be renewed with the word of the Lord. Glory to God. And you must program it. Will you program it with the right things? Program it with the word of God. Hallelujah. And that is when you were put off. Now quickly number two. When you are born again. Then the change will come. If you also not just read the word. It will come by the word. But you can also listen to the word. You listen to preaching. Now, you will find myself and Pastor Charles and Pastor Robin, we will repeat this fundamental aspects often. Amen. Ons gaan nie vir julle klom goed sê nie. Ons sê baie min goed tot julle dit doen. Amen. Because the things that will bring change are the same things. It's nothing new every week. It's the same things. The problem is why people don't change. They don't do these things that we constantly repeat. <laughs> it's the truth. If anybody here shows me one person that's constantly listening to preaching, I will show you a changed man and a changed woman. 
You don't believe. You don't hear. You got to change your mind to how you receive things before. And try this thing that I'm saying to you now. Then you will see a change. Why do we say that your life will change by listening to preaching? Because Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing. By what? And hearing the word of God. We've drilled it into our young people. Listen to preaching. Listen to preaching. I can pull them out by their collars now. Those who do and those who don't. How do I know? I can see the chains. Come on. Now what about you? You want to change? Do you want to change? Start listening to preaching. It's one of the secrets of my life. I tell you. And I did it when I was a young boy. I'm still doing it today. I oftentimes never hear preaching finish. I fall asleep under the preaching of the word. That's why I can stand here. I, can, I don't have to come to look at this stuff in front of me. But I can talk to you for three hours to six hours. Because what I've put in is now what is coming out. Come on. What have you put in? That's the question. What have you put in? What have you put in? Now you might say, Pastor, is it clear? But and I know that we are constantly receiving new believers. We are constantly having people making new decisions for the Lord. So they need to hear the principles of the word of God. And that is that you can be renewed by the transformation of the mind and by hearing preaching. Say amen. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see the change, you need to do the things I'm, sp- I'm telling you today. There is a doing. There is a throwing off and a putting on. Don't sit with your arms folded and think everything will come naturally. No, it will not. There's a big devil and many demons that's tempting you, fighting you, trying to lead you away from God. Do you believe that? He will say many things. One of the things he will say, don't read the Bible. Don't listen to preaching. Don't go to church. And we will, we will gradually see that you have backslidden and you have effectively become a nothing far slowly in reverse gear. But the Lord wants you to shine like a bright star. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you to stand out. You are not the, the tail, you are the head. You are not beneath, you are on top. God has made you to be a shining light. And you will be a shining light in Jesus' name. Those who hearken to my preaching. Those who hearken to the word of God. Hallelujah. Listen to a lot of preaching. Amen. Look, even if you listen to, we have a radio that you can listen to. It's on our phones. Find out, please. Make an effort to get it, it's free. It plays every day on the phone. On your phone it can play. Yes, but even if you don't listen to me, and you listen to other good pastors, good pastors, you will also grow in the Lord. Are you listening? There's TV, there's phones, there's videos, there's good pastors preaching the word of God. Stop wasting your time with worldly things. 
Listen to the men and the women of God preaching and teaching. Say another amen. amen. Yeah, you should be able to tell me, Pastor, ek lees te die pastoor. Ek le- you must first listen to your own shepherd. Are you listening? Why must you listen to me? I'm on the radio, BMI radio. Because a shepherd is like a mother that gives birth to his children. Are you listening? That mother has, has a specific milk for that child. God has ordained it so that when a mother gives birth to a child, that mother also has food in her breast, which is the milk for that baby. You can't put that baby on anybody. If a woman has not given birth, there's no milk for that baby. The baby can go suck somebody else's breast, but there'll be no nutrition for that child in that breast. Yes. So if you are my children, spiritually speaking, then I have the milk in my breast for you. Glory to God. That is why you need to put on the radio and listen to my preaching. Or get my CDs, my podcast, and listen to it. Only then can you add other preachers also to your preaching. Are you with me? And if you do that, I'm very happy to see a lot of changed people at BMI. Glory to the Lord. I get excited about the change. I get excited when you go up. Yes. I get excited when God blesses you. Because it shows signs of change. Hallelujah. Fight for chains. Fight for chains. Ah, okay, let me close. Let me close. What's at the time now? Here's one that I want to share with you. I'm giving you some great keys to chains, to fight for chains, isn't it? You must listen, read the word. It will change, change your mind. Come, come prepared to change your mind. Please don't come here with a mindset. This, this. I'm not here speaking to professors. I'm, I'm, I'm educated. I have degrees, more than one. But I'm not at a university here. The church is not a university. The church is a place where the children of God gather to hear the word and to receive the word. May you receive the word that has been given to you. Hallelujah. Now, this is a tough one. Are you ready for this one? To change, you need to change your friends. The young people at school don't like this one. But this is so very important. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33 says, Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. Now that you have come to BMI, it's a local church. There's many local churches, but you chose to sit here. Right? So this becomes your local church. Say amen. amen. Then you should now find friends in the house of God or let's say in the family of God. You can't now say, I just attend church, but I'm detached from the people here. Wrong. And your friends are all outsiders that's got nothing to do with God and his work. Say mercy. Say change your friends. Say it again. Change your friends. Young people at school, listen to me. I know that sometimes friends are forced on you because they sit next to you, behind you. They play with you in school. 
your friends will mislead you more than anything else from God. When you become a Christian, you must know that bad company will corrupt your good character. Are you listening to me? You don't have to look far. Open your eyes in, at, in, in the world and see people who claim to be born again, but they can't say no to their friends. They still stick to their old worldly friends. How do you feel comfortable with friends that the Bible says doing all the things that's not pleasing to God? Then you must every time say no. Escape Zaini? No. Root drink Zaini? No. Say, you look like the odd one out. The Bible says, come out from amongst them. Then be separate, says the Lord. Come out from amongst them. It will cost you something to say bye-bye, 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 friends. You'll greet them in the street, you'll greet them in the alleys, but you won't sit with them anymore. Because <laughs> there's something new in your life and something new in your heart. Are you listening to me? It's one of the important things for the change. And you young people that listen to me every Sunday preach about this constantly and you still disrespectfully don't do it. You will pay the price, I'm telling you. Listen to me, you'll pay the price of backsliding and you'll become a fool and a humiliation to all of us that knew you. Because this is something I see how people don't want to transform. They want to know Christ, but they don't want to let go of the world. You cannot be conformed to this world if you want to follow Jesus. You must say, bye-bye world. Goodbye world. I stay no longer with you. Monico, dance and take him at your bonbons. But you don't do it. Goodbye world. I stay no longer with you. Goodbye places of sin. I stay no longer with you. I've made up my mind to go God's way. The rest of my life. Say sing it. But say do not You hypocrite. Hallelujah. And then what, another one. I'm, I don't know what numbers I'm giving you, but I'm giving you. You must fellowship a lot. I'm talking about fighting for chains. Amen? Do you want to see, I want to see you chain. I'm sure you also want to see yourself chain. You need to fellowship a lot. Say a lot. Not a little. A lot. Anybody thinking that coming to church once a month will do you good, you will stay in the cocoon as a chocha. You need to fellowship a lot. When the Lord spoke through the Apostle Paul, he said that in Hebrews 10 verse 25, that we must not forsake the gathering of the children of God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not forsake the gathering of the saints as some of you have done. There must be a change if you fellowship and there will be a change if you fellowship a lot. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can't fellowship now. Look, it's like this. 
Everything in the world is cold, but you are hot. If you take a coal of fire out of the midst of the other coals and put it apart, it will also grow cold. Jylle wat braai, jylle wat braai, jylle weet maar so werkie braai, ne? If you're not a good braai, like me, I'm not a good braai, so sometimes my coals don't all uh, eat the same time. You understand what I'm saying? A good braai, you knows how to, I don't want to talk about the good braai's like Bevan and, and those guys. But a bad braai, like me, I just like to eat the braai, I can't braai it properly. Sometimes there's one coal, hy wil nie lekker, hy is nog nie klaar gebrand, die man. Maar zij wil al braai. Is there anyone that know what I'm talking about? You want to braai, but the one coal is not finishing there, man. So you move him aside. Because he's delaying the whole process of the meat. Mm, and the people are hungry. Are you with me? So you move him aside and you will notice that as soon as you move him aside, the glow that was in him. It starts to dim. Hey! The glow that was once in him grows strangely dim. And later he dies. Because he was moved away from the other coals. But if I bring him back, if I just bring him back, then I see he starts to glow again. Hallelujah! Because he's back in the fellowship. He's back in the fellowship. If you don't attend the fellowship, you will grow cold like that coal I demonstrated to you. And you will eventually lose your glow and you will die. So here's the secret of the changed life. You need to fellowship a lot. Coronavirus has broken down the fellowship of believers. But praise God, I see coronavirus starting to disappear. And we are getting back to fellowship. You know some people who never fellowshiped? We put out our stuff on TV, on screens. Some of them didn't bother to, to, to watch. They thought, no, when church opens again, I'll come back. Do you know what happened to them? They never came back. They never came back. Because they lost the heat of the colds. Yeah. So don't take things for granted. We say... Tune in, pastor's preaching on Facebook. Tune in, pastor will be on. You, you, you say, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't. Play with this devil. You play with this devil. You'll become a humiliation and a disgrace. May you never be a disgrace. May you be a shining light to the nations. Glory to God. Glory to God. Fellowship a lot. And lastly, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, Yes, in Luke 24, 49. Our guys can start making music. Luke 24, 49. I promise you the gift of the Father, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. When He comes on you, things will start to change. Because it's hard to leave certain things. Look at me, listen to me. You know when you are caught in addiction, maybe you have come to Christ and you, uh, you have a problem with some things that is common in the world. Smoking, drinking, parties. It's hard. It's hard to change the old life. But the Lord Jesus promised a helper that will help you. That helper is called the Holy Spirit. He comes to give you power. He endures you with power. 
Halleluja. That's why you hear somebody say, Pastor, I had three packs of cigarettes smoked. I don't smoke anymore. It was the Holy Spirit who gave him power. You'll be endued with power. Glory to God. Because the world is, it's so hard to be a Christian. The world is flickering lights at our young people. Not, in, not just our young people, even our older people. Flickering pleasure lights. Come, the world says, come, 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 come. How can you say no? It looks so nice. It looks so rosy. But when you have the power, you have the Holy Spirit with you. You have the power to say no. Glory to God. You have the power to see a man that's changed. From a disaster to a pastor by the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit, you will start to speak in new tongues. And that praise will also make you strong. Hallelujah. You will pray in a tongue and it will make you a very strong Christian. Because he who prays in an unknown tongue, he prays in a mystery. He doesn't pray to himself. He doesn't speak to man, but he speaketh unto God. Hallelujah. How about when the Spirit comes, he will pray through you with these groanings that cannot be uttered. These are the tongues I'm talking about. This is what you can have as a child of God. And this is what will make you strong. And then we will see change in your life. When you hear there's a prayer meeting, you must run to it and start to pray in these tongues. It is mysteries that the Spirit prays through you. Because who knows the mind of the Spirit? God knows the mind of the Spirit. And the Spirit picks up what you must pray and pray through you to God. The will of God to be done. The will of God to be done. I believe that you are going to change. You can change if you follow these principles I shared with you this morning. Hallelujah. Number one, be transformed in the mind. Glory to God. What was number two? Listen to preaching. Listen to preaching. Listen to preaching. What was number three? You got to change your friend. You got to change your friend. What was number four? Fellowship a lot. You must fellowship so much that I can start to know your face. I know this is a person who always comes here. You see, every time I don't know you, it means you have not come here a lot. Some of these old faces here, I say they're old, they, they, they're young and new. I call them old because they're old. I see them often. I don't see all of you often. But as you come regularly, you will also become somebody we know. Glory to God. Fellowship a lot. Be like the coal that stays hot all the time. And the last one, the Holy Spirit. Woo! Come Holy Spirit, we need thee. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. You will speak in a new tongue as the Spirit gives you utterance. This is the Pentecostal experience. Glory to God. Because it was in the day of Pentecost in the upper room when Jesus told the disciples to wait. 120 were waiting in the upper room. And the Bible says there came a sound from heaven. As like a mighty rushing wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tongues of cloven fire sat on their heads. And they started speaking in tongues. This is the experience we will have today. 
And this is the experience you will have. You can't be like the world. We want to see Jesus in you. We want to see Jesus in you and through you. Transformation must come. Put off the old man. Stop lying. Stop stealing. Stop doing all these hideous things. And you can do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. Everybody standing to their feet. Amen. Glory to God. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. Everybody bows their heads and close their eyes. I want to ask you, I can't just preach and not give the Holy Spirit a chance to change your life. If you are here and say, Pastor Chris, these things you're talking about, I'm struggling with some of these things. Pray for me. I need help. I need the Holy Spirit. I, I, I want to be the Christian that everybody can see Jesus through me. I need help. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. I'm not going to call you forward now, but I want to lift your hand. Lift your hand. You need this help. If you are not yet saved, you never gave your life to Christ. Or maybe you did, but you fell back and you're living a life of sin. You the one I want to call to come to stand with me. Because I want to lead you to Jesus. If there is someone like that, say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. Then I want you to come forward and stand with me right here. Come out of your seat and stand here. If you die tonight, will you go to heaven? That's the question. If you're not sure, come stand right here. I want to pray for you. Oh, come in thine own gentle way. I want to ask if everybody here, just one second before you sing. If you're not born again, this is so very important. It's the experience of coming to Jesus and your life starts to change. You must come and stand here. Get out of your seat and come forward. Don't be afraid. We all have to come and stand here. Don't be afraid to come to Jesus. He's calling you. He's calling you. I'm going to ask those who want to be changed also to come stand here. Just to support them also. Come and the Lord is going to transform your life. The Lord is going to transform your life. In thy name. Oh come. Holy Spirit. How I need you. Come, Holy Spirit, I pray, yes. Oh, come, in thy strength and thy power, blessed Lord. Oh, come, in thine own gentle. Now, listen, I want to just pray first for those. And I want you all here to pray the same prayer. Even though you prayed the sinner's prayer already, it helps them that must make this very important prayer. 
and then I will deal with those who came for chains. Amen. Pray these words after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I ask forgiveness. I ask forgiveness. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. I confess. I confess. That you are Lord. That you are Lord. That you died. That you died. And that you rose again. That you rose and again. And from today. And from today. I receive you. I receive as you. As my Savior. As my Savior. And my Lord. And my Lord. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's Amen. clap for those who made a commitment. Pastor Ali, you can see the new people. Give them the books. Now to the others I want to say. And I brought the Bible school dean here. Come stand here. We have a class called New Believers. It's important on a Sunday at 4 o'clock. You must, if you are a new believer, you need to learn more. Like the things I was sharing today. You must, it's free. The, the course is, new believers is free. New believers is free. That first course is free. But then there's also a Bible school that you can come every Sunday at 4 till 6. Or be in one of the tent or in the big wall here. We are building a new Bible school at the back in the future. It will be many classes and yeah, the people will be at whiteboards, blackboards, projectors. It's coming, that's coming. But for now, I, I, you look at me, you see, I don't just want a lot of people sitting here every Sunday and it makes me look good. No, I want to know that you are growing. I want to see you strong. I want to see you preach and do all the things that you must do for God. That is what I would like. It's not just about having a lot of people and I look like a great pastor. I, it's not like that. I want to see each one growing in Jesus and being like a butterfly that is beautiful. Yes. Yes. And, I, and it gives me great joy as a father to see my children grow in the Lord. Amen. Lift your hands, I pray for you. Father, we know it's very hard to be a Christian. Many complications. Many temptations in this world. Lord, I have preached your word to the, to the people. What are the things we must put off and put on? We want to grow to show the glory of God. From a worm to a butterfly. We need your Holy Spirit. Come blow like a wind over us. Like a gentle breeze. Strengthen these believers. Strengthen them with might in the inner man. That they can show signs of transformation. Signs of growth. We humble ourselves before your throne. We become like little children. Oh God, and we're willing to be taught the word. We're willing to receive the word. And we are willing to be transformed in our minds. So that we can grow into the image of Jesus Christ. We bless you. We thank you that this day is a turning point in our lives. From this day forward, we will attend regularly to not neglect the fellowship of the believers. We will listen to preaching. We will be transformed in the mind by reading the words. 
We will change our friends. Oh God, help us to take up our cross. Say bye to those that are negatively influencing us. We want to follow you. We make that change today. In Jesus' name, amen.